Welcome to Today Forward. Terry and I are excited to talk about how we can be set free in our minds. We're talking about our power and the Holy Spirit that's in us, that power of God that's wanting to flow out of us. It's by the Word of God. It's, it's awesome. What is being revealed to us, Terry, through the power of the Holy Spirit is the fact that our minds can be set free. We are no longer held captive. We are no longer locked in a jail cell in our minds by demonic influences. And Paul in Romans chapter 8 paints a beautiful picture of this victory we now can have in Christ by renewing our minds to understanding the Holy Spirit of God lives within us and that we can be led by the Holy Spirit of God and be set free. Luke 4.18, we've been set free. We're no longer captives. The Lord started out his ministry reading those words in Isaiah. I've come to set the captives free, and we've been set free now. We've begun the process of believing all that we have in Christ, all that the Word says we are. And this is why it's exciting to understand I can be set free. And this is what we're wanting people to have an understanding of. They can be set free, and it's exciting. We can be set free now because of the power of God in us, that Spirit of God. It's sealed in us. We have it. It's not going anywhere. But now we walk in that. We renew our mind. We change our way of thinking. I hope people will get hungry for the Word, not just what Mitch and Terry are saying, but what the Holy Spirit will say to them through the Word of God. And you know, Terry, when the Holy Spirit begins to reveal truth to them, that they can be set free, they will get excited. Amen. They will see that I no longer need to be held captive in dealing with circumstances my old way. I can deal with circumstances now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Just by letting the Holy Spirit of God that's in them flow out of them, stepping out of the flesh realm and getting over here in the spirit realm, that supernatural realm, that supernatural power, it's there for our taking. And how we do that is get into the Word. Read what it says about us. Let's start with 8.1, Romans okay. 8.1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. There's no condemnation, no judging of guilt or wrong. That's what sets your mind free, is understanding I am no longer held responsible for my sins. They've been paid for. Satan can no longer bring allegations against me. If he does, throw that scripture in his face. There's no more condemnation because of what Jesus did. I've been set free. I'm free. Hallelujah. Verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life. It's a law. This spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. I've been set free. There's no condemnation for what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh. God did. God did it. Send his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And as an offering for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. He condemned it. There's no more judgment. He took all that. He took all that to the cross. Now, Paul's going to emphasize we need to move past the cross and move forward. Because he wants us to understand sin has been paid for. 
Relationship with God has been restored, and God has given us the Holy Spirit to seal this relationship. We now have the Holy Spirit of promise living within us. Sealed. I love that word. (laughs) That's what was given to the church in the book of Acts. So now we can have victory in our lives. Our minds can be set free, knowing we are right standing with God. And now we have power and authority over the demonic influences that's trying to persuade us that we're not right with God, that there's no hope for you, that you can be held captive in your mind. We've been set free. We have been set free. Just set free from that power. We've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. Verse 4 of Romans 8 begins to instruct us we need to walk by faith in order to activate what God has provided for us, this power that lives within us. Yeah, if we don't activate this power, it doesn't do any good. It's like it's like have electricity in your house and you never flip the switch. The power's there. It's our responsibility to flip the switch. We want people to flip the switch of the Holy Spirit. Verse 4, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. This is what will set you free, is understanding. I no longer need to walk the way of the world. I no longer need to solve my problems the way of the world. I am set free by the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within me. Just need to give it up, the old way of thinking. It's gone. It's condemned. There's no more judgment. There's no more condemnation. We've been set free. Verses 5 and 6. This is how you can gauge where you're at with your walk. That's a good way to put that. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind, verse 7, is enmity against God. It means it's going the opposite direction. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. Amplified puts it this way. For those who are according to the flesh and are controlled by its unholy desires. That's a pretty good way to describe that. They set their minds and pursue those things which gratify the flesh. I have a question here for all of us. What are we focusing on? The cares of the world? Because the cares of the world will affect our thinking, won't it? Tremendously. It's not to bring guilt or condemnation. All we're saying is we want you to examine where you're at so you can be set free in your mind. Because the cares of the world are controlled by, by Satan and his influence. All those fleshly desires. And this is what will hold your mind captive. But if you're walking in the Spirit of God, but those who are according to the Spirit and are controlled by the desires of the Spirit set their minds on and seek those things which gratify the Holy Spirit. This is what sets you free. Seeking. Asking. (laughs) Believing. All those things. This is why when you pray, you can ask anything in God's name to set you free. Amen. So, if you're having problems with your marriage, if you're having problems at work, 
where you have identified through the power of the Holy Spirit that there's strife and envy in those relationships, then you can take authority over those situations. Mitch, how many people have prayed prayers and haven't been answered? Are there, are there prayers not flowing out of the Spirit? Are there somehow over here in the flesh realm? That's why we need to, to renew our minds to the Word of God so that when we do ask, we're asking out of the desire of the Holy Spirit. In verse 6 of what we've been reading, this is the difference between carnal-mindedness and spiritual-mindedness. God does not want us to be in fear. He does not want us to be sick. He does not want us to be in anxiety. He does not want us to be in strife or envy or selfishness. Any of those things. He does not want us in those bondages because this is what causes our difficulties in life. So you have to examine, am I in this arena? And if you are, focus your mind and get your thinking back on spiritual things. And what the Holy Spirit will begin to do is reveal that you have this power and authority within you to say to this demonic influence in your life, in the name of Jesus, you get out of here. And it's that simple. It's that little bit of pause that you're learning to do. You can stop and say, wait a minute, where's this coming from? Is this from the flesh or the spirit? If it's from the flesh, you get out in the name of Jesus. That's it. We can cause ourselves to, to spiral downward. The demonic forces in our mind have influenced us so much to where we have flat given up. We want to lash out at others. This is what you see on the news all the time. Downward spiral. It's just a downward spiral. This is what you're seeing. And there's nothing new under the sun. It's the same thing over and over again. It's death. It's all this demonic influence. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to solve all these problems through the flesh. We're trying to solve it with more laws, gun control, not realizing this is all a spiritual battle that's causing people to do the ungodly activities they're doing. It's a heart. It's an issue of the heart. They don't know the Word of God. They don't know that they've been set free. They don't know that they can change their way of thinking and be led by the Holy Spirit. Let me read Amplified here. Verse 6. Now the mind of the flesh, which is sense and reason without the Holy Spirit. This is exactly what we're talking about. Yes. This is what's influencing the world. With all this ungodliness that we see all the time, it all has to do with where their mind's at. Truly, they're responding and acting according to their nature because they have not been renewed. That old nature of sin that dwells in the flesh, in the old unrenewed mind. That's where it is. Now, the mind of the flesh, which is sense and reason without the Holy Spirit, is death. Death that comprises all the miseries arising from sin both here and hereafter. But the mind of the Holy Spirit is life and soul peace, both now and forever. I just love the way that says that. So if we were truly being led by the Spirit of God, we would be able to solve a lot of the problems in our society. Could I go as far to say that all the problems could be solved if we were spiritually minded? Because we'd be walking in the love of God, and that love of God flowing out of us would flow to all the neighbors. The two great commandments, love God and love your neighbor. 
but understanding the turmoil and the anxiety that this world is experiencing is affecting Christians and their walk. It, it is affecting their way of thinking. And what we're doing as Christians a lot of times is we're mixing the two to try to solve problems. We're mixing the world's way of thinking and with the spiritual way of thinking, and that's contrary to God. It's enmity to God. It's going the opposite direction of God. And that's because we have a lack of faith. And what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do is to focus our mind to where we're totally having confidence in the power of the Holy Spirit working in our life to correct problems and not trying to intertwine the fleshly way of thinking, which is demonic. This is why Christians stumble in not seeing the power of God truly flowing and working through us because we have combined the flesh with the Spirit. And those two do not mix. The flesh profits nothing. We read that back there in John six sixty three. You can't mix the two. But we do. Yes, we do. Because of our old, unrenewed mind. Because it's lack of confidence. Yeah. In the Holy Spirit. Because we're dealing with our five senses. And we got to die to that. we got to get rid of that. It's no longer us that live, but Christ that lives in us. The Holy Spirit of God. And why is the Holy Spirit trying to take us this direction, Terry, of, of understanding the, the difference between the carnal mind and the spiritual mind is because this is what truly sets us free. If we can get a grasp of this, that this is what truly will set us free, this spiritual mindedness, being imitators of Christ, walking in this love, your mind will be set free. And when people see that our minds are set free and the love of God flowing through us, this is how society will change. It will not change by law. It changes by the love of God. This is the fulfillment of the law, is walking in this love. So our politicians will not save us because we try to intermingle the flesh and the spirit in politics. We try to intermingle flesh and spirit in handling our daily problems. But God says, no, you walk in the Spirit of God, period. Do not try to combine the flesh and the Spirit together. That's contrary. And you're restricting the power of God to flow through you. I think what you just said is summarized up here in these next few verses. Verse 7, you talked about the, the uh, enmity. Yes. And uh, we just talked about living out of the Holy Spirit which, with its soul peace now and forever, and that the mind of the flesh with its carnal thoughts and purposes is hostile to God. It does not submit itself to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Verse 8, So then those who are living the life of the flesh, catering to the appetites and impulses of the carnal nature, cannot please or satisfy God or be acceptable to Him. And that's not a harsh statement. What he's trying to explain to us is there's a difference. If you want God to fully work in your life, this power of the Holy Spirit, you have to not try to incorporate the flesh and the Spirit together. Terry, you know revival comes about by one thing only, and that's through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
the spoken word moving through people's hearts and lives and changing them, realizing the difference between the flesh and the spirit. It happens because it's the same Holy Spirit moving in everybody. It's so amazing. And people have a hunger for this now more well, than Well, sure. I am tired of the way of the world. This downward spiral. Yes. You just, it's sucked up in it. And it's just killing people. It's killing you. It's killing the, the people in the world and it's killing the Christians. Yes, it is. And what the Lord wants to emphasize here is there's going to be spiritual revival. And it's going to come about by walking in the Spirit of God, by each individual getting a revelation. The Spirit of God lives within them. You do not need to rely upon the flesh. You need to rely upon the Spirit working in your life. This is what will set you free. This is what will change the world. This is what will change our society. So we need to quit trying to intermingle the flesh and the Spirit in God's business. But you're right on. You're just right on with all of this. Verse 9, I'm back over here in American Standard. However, you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. Verse 10, if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, yet the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. We need to grasp what you just said in verse 9. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. This is exactly what we're talking about. We need to understand we're spiritual beings. We're Holy Spirit beings now. We belong to Christ. We belong to the Father. We're holy. We're set apart. We receive our instructions. We receive our orders through the Holy Spirit. We do not receive our instructions. We do not receive the, our orders from the world because those are demonic. Those are lies. We receive our orders from the Holy Spirit of God that lives within us to guide and direct our lives, to set us free. Paul is really emphasizing this in the book of Romans, that we are now new creatures in Christ. We are no longer influenced by the way of the world, no matter the direction the world goes. We do not need to get upset about why the world acts and conducts itself the way it does. This is so true what you just said about this book of Romans. Back here in chapter 7, it's talking about the, this uh, conflict of the two natures. And he mentions the Spirit two times in, in chapter 7. But in verse 8 now, he, I don't know how many times he's talked about the Spirit. But it's over and over again, the Spirit of God in us, not the flesh. It's the Spirit of God that's alive in us now. You know, Terry, I was just thinking, I did not realize how many times the Holy Spirit is mentioned in the New Testament. Up until a few years ago, I never really meditated upon it. I never really fully understood what the Lord was trying to convey here. I was still trying to operate in the flesh more than in the Spirit. And when I received the revelation, and this is what we're wanting the listeners to come to, this revelation that the Holy Spirit is vital to solving problems, to receive revelation. It's the only way. But coming to this knowledge and truth and understanding, this is why we're so in, emphatic about teaching on the Holy Spirit of God, realizing this is the key to solving all of our problems and to have victory in our lives.
It's not just going to church on Sunday morning and then going home and then walking in the flesh all day and then saying, I can't understand why I don't have a good relationship. I can't understand why I don't have victory in my life over certain things. It's because, quite frankly, you're walking in the flesh. And you keep asking God, why can't I get set free from those things? Because you're walking in the flesh. You're trying to intermingle fleshly things with spiritual. And it's not going to happen. You need to continue to renew your mind to what you have in Christ through the Holy Spirit of God. Again, verse 9 here in the Amplified is just saying the same things you're saying. But you are not living the life of the flesh. You are living the life of the Spirit. Minute by minute, day by day, hourly, you're living this life of the Spirit now. If the Holy Spirit of God really dwells within you, directs and controls you. That's a good way to examine yourself, isn't it? Absolutely. Who's controlling you? Who's controlling your thoughts? Who's controlling your imagination, emotions, all those things? Who's doing this? Is it the Holy Spirit of God? Or is it this, the Spirit of the world? Are you being led by demonic forces? This is a good way to examine yourself. If indeed the Spirit of God lives within you. Amen. Because you should begin to have victory in your life now. You should be moving forward, today forward, in your walk with the Lord. I have a little bit more here in verse 9. But if anyone does not possess the Holy Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. He does not belong to Christ. He is not truly a child of God. Romans 8.14 goes on to say, All who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. We're children of the King. We have the Holy Spirit of God in us. Man, the creator of the world who hung the stars, lives in us. And that power is working in us now. Wow. Why wouldn't we want to walk by the power of the Holy Spirit? Because our minds have not been renewed that's it. to what we now have in Christ. That's it. And that's all what we're trying to do here is to bring people to the Word of God and let them see through the Word what He has for all of us if we build ourselves up on that most holy faith, believing that the word of God is true, what he has given us through the Holy Spirit now does indwell us and will manifest itself in our lives as we seek it, understand that power of the Holy Spirit that now dwells in us. All the Holy Spirit is revealing to us, to the listeners, is so they will receive a revelation their own revelation. So their eyes and ears and their understanding will be open to what they now have in Christ through the Holy Spirit that lives within them. Reading the Word of God, letting the Holy Spirit of God, who wrote the words, let Him reveal it to you. Let Him make it come alive in you so that it becomes a part of you so that you're no longer walking after the flesh, but you're walking after the Spirit. And that's all Paul is trying to tell us here. Examine yourself. Am I walking in the flesh, or am I walking in the Spirit? Am I combining the flesh and the Spirit together? And if you're not having victory in your life, if you have the same old bad attitude, 
I would say you're walking in the flesh. You're not walking in the Spirit of God. And you have to be honest with yourself. If the love of God's not flowing through you, you're walking in the flesh. Here's what Paul tells us in Galatians 2.20. I just love this scripture. And I think it's appropriate we talk about it a little bit. He says, I am crucified with Christ. We're still in the flesh realm. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. He's saying, I'm dead, crucified, but yet I'm still alive. I'm still living in this flesh realm. Yet not I. It's not I who's living, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, we're still in the flesh realm. We haven't got our glorified bodies. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We're no longer to be alive to the flesh, but we're to be renewed to the Holy Spirit of God in us. That's how we're supposed to live. Dead to ourselves, alive to Christ. Alive to the Spirit that's in us. It's a process, and we're all in this process of renewing our mind, becoming more and more Christ-like. Terry, it doesn't matter what your circumstances are in life, where you're at in your relationship with God. The Holy Spirit right now is wanting to say, you can move today forward with your relationship with me. Right now, you can step out of the flesh and walk in the Spirit of God and be led by the Holy Spirit of God. The decision is up to you, though. The Lord is telling us, I will set you free the more you walk in the Spirit of God and trust in me. The Holy Spirit is awesome. Look what he said in Ephesians 3.16, that he... The Holy Spirit would grant you, according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. And now, unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, of all that we could ask or think. And it's all according to the power that works in us, the power of the Holy Spirit.